Welcome to the Stories of Starting podcast. I'm Heather Boyd. As a self-employed artist for the last 30 years, I'm fascinated with people's passions and creative projects. In this series, we discover how people like you have started new projects by thinking outside the box, going with the flow, and tapping into their childhood imagination. So welcome to Stories of Starting. Uh, today we have a super special guest. It's my friend, Dana Weber. So Dana, we're going to start. I'll just have you introduce yourself and tell us what you do. Wow. Okay. Um, it's Dana Banana for anybody who has trouble pronouncing. There's my little kitty cat. Oh, kitty. Orange wants to be part of, <laughs> wants to be part of the show, I guess. Oh, good. Hey, hi, Orange. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, what do I do? Um, I started my business over 10 years ago. Um, it's called Mink Motherhood Incorporated. Uh, well, I don't even know which business you want to talk about because I have different programs. So I'm not sure. I'm very excited um, to be on the show with you, Heather, because I've been watching you grow incredibly the last 10 years. And uh, we go way back. Um, and I would say, you know, there's a couple of programs that I run. Mm -hmm. I take care mostly, I help startups, I help, help small business um, launch and relaunch their programs, their brands, their websites, uh, really anything digital. I say like my name is Weber and there's a web in my name and I am completely enthralled and passionate about all things online. Um, and I guess that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And Dana, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit nervous. This is like interviewing your teacher because <laughs> You've really got me started so much in what a lot of what I do online. And um, I'm just going to backpedal a little bit and tell people how we met. So we met originally at We Too, which is the Women's Entrepreneurial Exchange. And uh, last week I interviewed Renee, who we, a lot of the people I know actually I met through We Too, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, one of the first times you approached me to talk to me, I was really uh, very impressed because you came up to me and you said, Heather, you need a website. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you had been stalking me online or what have you, but I think you knew I had an Etsy shop and, and what I was doing and all that kind of stuff. And then uh, at the time, for sure, you were specializing in creating websites for people through Mink. And uh, I didn't even know I needed a website, right? So you came up to me and told me that, and I really valued your opinion. And so it took me a little while to hop on board, you know, financially and all that kind of thing. But then I just dove in and got you to do my first website, which was the Heather Boyd Wire, a website for my jewelry. And then uh, about a year ago, I was ready to bite the bullet and get you to help me with my blog website, which was just, I was just doing it, you know, free WordPress site type of thing. And so you got that one going, which is kind of funny because now I'm really more focused on that than, I mean, I'm still doing the wire, of course, but really focused on that, which has now morphed into doing these stories of starting a podcast, which is really cool. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And I have to say, I don't think there's anyone better than you to do this because I've never met somebody so unfazed, unafraid, courageous, just so excited to learn new things and not just learn new things, but like, you know, I remember we took a social media class together and, yes. and you know, you start YouTube and 200,000 views, you know, like, 
Heather will figure it out, it, you know, and you're just your collaboration with so many entrepreneurs and with so many different types of businesses. It's really, it's so much fun to watch you grow and also to learn from you as well. So thank well, you. Well, I, I appreciate the support, but you know, I'm going to bleep out if you, if you, if you uh, toot my horn too often, I just got to bleep it out. <laughs> I like an F word, so it's all good. But uh, the other thing I wanted to say is uh, also with working on this, um, uh, the blog and the and the stories starting thing, something that I'm all I every time I go to edit my um, my blog post, I always think about you because you actually did an online, you offered an online program at one point to support people in editing their own WordPress blogs, and I use a lot of the things that I learned on in your course, like even little things like adding a hyperlink to the blog and things like that so a lot of that stuff I use today like on a regular basis so I know you're a lot uh, all about uh, teaching as well and empowering people to do uh, do things like to set them up but also to get encourage them to uh, do things on their own so can you tell me uh, just a little bit about your business creating blogs and and that sort of thing sure sure I still do that by the way um, I really my passion is to work with with entrepreneurs and work with people that um, I can get them started yeah. with something that they can continue on their own and really, you're right, empower them. Yeah. There's so much stuff, you know, I think, like for me, if you say anything legal, my head goes, ah, you know, and I'm like, it's Swahili, I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. But, and I think a lot of people feel that way about tech and online and it's really, it's really not that hard and often clients will send things in or people will ask questions that it's easier to do yourself mm -hmm. than it is to explain it to someone else. And so I really, I'm a firm believer in giving people um, the basic knowledge of working with their website. And I still do that. I still do that training. I do the training at least four or five times a year okay. and um, you know, how to use your website, how to blog post on it, whether it's a, full site or a blog based site or a mix of the two, yeah. even people who have um, WooCommerce or, you know, e-commerce websites yeah. also doing that and using different tools to pull in e-commerce, like an Etsy plugin per yeah. se. And I always like think with a frugal mindset and I believe strongly in, um, build where you're at and what you need for the next period and build, build up in phases, not to like throw a ton of money in at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and so I, I do do a lot of work with all sorts of people like that. And I've changed things a little bit and I'm working more towards changing it uh, in a way to help um, clients. Like there's so many things like originally I used to do that training one-on-one -on -one with clients yeah. and I was repeating the same thing over and over again. And sort of like, I mean, it's not exactly group therapy, but kind yeah. of like group therapy. It really worked when there were a couple of people on the call and yeah. different people have different questions and then people aren't afraid to ask questions as much. Yeah. And you can learn things from different um requirements from a site so for instance when we were doing your site and we mentioned you know the etsy plugin so it raises ideas for other people yes. right the back end of people's site really most of it is just like a word document mm -hmm. and it's really simple and uh i i'm really excited when you know clients learn how to do things and i think it it's uh you know i just think it, it's great 
And then there are always clients who don't want to do that. And they're just like, here's my list of things. And we can obviously, we can do that too. So, but I've been, so I started to do website builds in a group and I take four clients at a time and we do it live. We do it once a week for four weeks and we go through a branding process and a website build. And at the end of four weeks, we have their full branding done and we have the homepage of their website done. We just started this last May wow. and I'm doing another one in, in, uh, in September. Okay. And uh, it's really, it's so much fun. And the synergy in the group, it almost acts like a mastermind at the same time. Well, that's amazing. And it does kind of remind me of when we were in uh, Serena's, uh, Serena Miller yes. runs the We Two She's to have these focus five groups, yeah. weren't specifically for website, but for building business. And it's, it's, it's so true that you bounce ideas off each other and you motivate each other. It's a, uh, it's a great idea. I didn't actually realize you were doing it in that kind of format. Yeah, it's called Mink Magic. So it's magical how quickly it all, you know, because I found that for entrepreneurs and small business owners, the most difficult thing was it always took, it takes people too long because, you know, you're in charge of your business and you're trying to do everything. And it's really hard to carve out the time. And everybody would ask me how long to build the site. And I would always answer, I could get it done quicker than you can. So I could do it in a week if you really wanted me to, but most people it drags. And so this way with the homework each week and um, just being together, the, the, the accountability and the motivation, so it, it's like it's a little bit of time each week that you have to commit yeah. to, but then you get on a roll and the treadmill's going and it gets done. So it's getting done in like six weeks instead of six months. That's amazing. What a great yeah. idea. Well, I'm going to definitely link up all that, uh, all your information about the programs in the show notes and stuff. Right. Right. And, uh, so how, uh, this is a little different than the other thing that you do, you've started doing, which is your workation, which I really super wanted to talk about. That was one of the main things I wanted to talk on the podcast right. because I think it's a fantastic idea and I definitely want to go one time. So tell us <laughs> about workation. Okay. So, so workation, you know, and it, it's a perfect, um, start by starting story. Okay. Yes. Because, um, I've always like, you know, I I started Mink uh, 10, almost 10 plus years ago. And I always knew that uh, I wasn't going, I didn't, I don't really enjoy the winter. I I shouldn't say that. I love winters. I just don't love how long they last. Yeah. A little bit too long for me. And I always knew that I wanted. We're in Montreal for people that don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It could start in October even or November. It could go to like mid, mid April. Mm. So I just think we need to cut a couple of months out. So there's something known as being a snowbird. There's Mm. my cat in the background, my cat's tail. Sorry. Um, And so like snowbirds typically would go South for part of, the winter and um so I always knew I wanted to do this and my son turned 19 and went away to school and so I thought okay you know it's time to do this now what makes it different than being a typical snowbird typically people are retired and they go south and they'll go south for a month or two months or three months for the winter so I wanted to go south but I wanted to work so I didn't want to really do it alone I asked a girlfriend and uh, a divorce coach um, to if she would be and a friend of mine that I've known for a long time mm-hmm. if she would be interested in coming down with me and she said yeah sure sure and she didn't really take me seriously and then in September last year I said so September 2018 I said um, okay let's do this I want to go for a month she said a month and you're serious yeah. I'm like yeah I'm serious <laughs> and so I said to her 
I, you, you have to understand, I'm very serious about this. Yeah. These are my goals for while I'm there. I need your goals and we have to achieve them because if we don't achieve our goals, then I can't go back in 2019 because I'm not at a point in my life where I'm ready to retire. Mm -hmm. And so I can't take a month long holiday in the middle of winter. Mm -hmm. So what we did was we, uh, she wanted to only go for two weeks. We decided we're going to go for three weeks. And then everyone, we were talking about it with people. So she coined the term workation. Yes. And so we were talking about it and everyone's, oh, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. And I got on the plane and I said to myself, um, wow, I'm so glad I'm doing this. And I thought, what would I have done if she couldn't come with me? Mm. And so, <laughs> and so she said, so I said, well, I wouldn't have wanted to go alone. There are places I would go alone, but we went to Mexico mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go to Mexico alone, even though I've traveled all over the world and many times mm -hmm. alone. But now that I've gotten older, I guess I'm a little more careful. Yeah. And so many people were saying, you know, I wish I could come, I wish I could come. So I wrote a mini business plan on the plane and I thought, well, why can't other people come? Yeah. And 10 days later, while we were there, I had a conversation with um, a client of mine and she said, oh, I'd love to come. And I was telling her about the idea. Yeah. So we bought the domain womensworkation.com. Nice. We were there for 21 days. We came home for 30 days and went back and started it right away. We actually mm -hmm. thought we would start it in 2020, but there was so much interest that we went back within a month. And that's like a perfect example of A, how I love to work because I really believe um, in just, just take the first step, just take mm -hmm. to jump in like you, like, yeah. you know, like I, I think it's important for entrepreneurs to let go of perfection and, to, you know, cause you can, sometimes people spend so much time creating something and then it doesn't even work or it just, it, it, it transforms into something else or, and, and so it's really good to just take baby steps. Yeah great we had this amazing beta test we had so much fun um, there were two clients who were actually working on their website so we spent a lot of time and for me the commitment was when I went the first time was to work 40-hour work week and for me that's a that's a short work week yeah, yeah, true. Um, and I would say when we went down with everybody we definitely worked I would say four or five hours a day. Nice. And so we did a mix of, you know, when we, when we did it formally, the, the first three week period, we worked from nine till three every day. Okay. Then we would explore, go see ruins, go swimming, go boating, snorkeling. Um, we went to cenotes, enjoyed the area. Yeah. And uh, we really, we didn't, you know, it wasn't like five star, all inclusive hotel by any means. We stayed in very authentic pensions, Airbnbs and accommodations like that where we're we're more um, we're not isolated with all of the tourists so really engaging culturally we went to an amazing market where um, all the, the indigenous people were coming and selling their wares and there was a nonprofit there and a woman who was running it so really a, a wonderful mix of um, female empowerment business building we did breakfast brainstorming sessions every morning at breakfast nice. and so the exciting part is that we're doing three in mexico this year november february and march yeah. and i don't know if you know this but again on impulse we're going to peru on a women's vacation oh, in cool. may 2020 oh amazing wow yeah. well, i'm sure those yeah. are going to 
fill up unless uh, are they already full these, these no no we we one is one is almost full okay. um we're we're just releasing the secondary dates yeah. peru is almost full a lot of interest it's a it's a bigger commitment it's a two-week yeah. okay so um and it's and we we're gonna have 30 hours to work in okay. the two weeks so it's all built in it's yeah. a little bit different in that we're going to have a full day of working and if yeah. and it's up to people people can come like there it's also um for you know it, it you don't actually you you can be working on a serious project so one of the projects that one client did was they wrote all their blogs for the year oh amazing wow and they scheduled it so yeah. it's all done and they don't have to think about their blogging yeah. you know, they also use tools like hootsuite so you could schedule all of your you could drip all of your campaigns all of your facebook linkedin whatever you like um we had other people who Sorry, content. interrupt but do do you sh then share your expertise about using all these little technical absolutely and yeah. part of work part of women's workation um they have some private time with me while we're there yeah. um and like some of it is group and we're all working together but a lot of it's really up to the individual how hard they want to work yeah. or how little they want to work and um my partner on this her name is nancy katzoff she's also she's a travel agent oh cool so you know we have like there are tours that we do as a group and you know it's open to everybody to go and that is included as part of the trip and then there's all this extra stuff so somebody wants to do a cooking class or wants to have a massage booked or wants to see a, an additional tour we book all that for them on their behalf Amazing. yeah and it's, so, it's inspiring i imagine there's a real synergy between the work and the stimulation there is there is around you yeah there is because i think for entrepreneurs it's funny and this is something it, it's really difficult for my boyfriend he's not an entrepreneur and so you know entrepreneurs it's hard to turn off a hundred percent and on on the one hand you know i don't really want to i love what i do it's healthy to do that once in a while yeah. but you need to you know it, it, it's it's good to be able to check in and not completely you know and keep your pulse on stuff so it allows me like i work a few hours on my business and a few yeah. hours in my business while i'm away Excellent. and it, it's it's just oh it's been so exciting That's and it's yeah. such a wonderful compromise you know the, this sort of idea of the laptop lifestyle we're not at all at this place in our life that we could you know go full on into that you know but whether you have kids or a partner or what have you it's just it's not always possible That's but right. it gives you a little bit of a taste of it and to yes. know it's possible and and even you know i some i sometimes even do that in the city just going to cafes and things and it sort of gets you out of your comfort zone of working in the home and or working in your office it's a nice change yeah i love it and and I, I, I mean, I just, I can't imagine retiring. Like I love my work so much. I just, like, I have to say, I don't know too much of my time on, like, I'm super excited. Like it's very easy for me to work when, you know, like, you know, even the meals together, like people are, it was just oh, so much fun. It was so much fun. And it was so productive. Like, we left when we left one of the clients so we started to work on her website before we left okay. and when we left she launched her site Amazing. and then came home and was giving a talk yeah. and could announce her new site and the other one we were working on it while we were there and it was just it's so helpful to be together that's incredible so will, will you have certain ones that are just for do websites or is it all like a mix of no it'll all be a mix of you okay. know because everybody has to, you know like there was one person who who was just trying to brainstorm for her business she's a wow. massage therapist and she gives lots of different workshops and she has circles and so we were just brainstorming about her year yeah. and what she wants her year to be like and 
and you know the next couple of years how she wants to start giving courses and just ideas and you know idea generation and see what comes up and it's funny because for her what she really got out of it was that she needs to travel a little bit more yeah. and so she so she she realized okay i need to start doing some type of shift in my business yeah that I can do that. So whether it's online courses, okay. um, so that she could, you know, spend part of the winters away. Like it, to her, it was like something I really want to do this on a regular basis. Well, yeah, it really brings so, life into your business and into your life in general. Like yeah. So I would love it if you came one oh, time. I probably will. <laughs> I, I remember yeah. when, you came, when you went, um, to delectable destination. Yes, yeah, that that was uh, that was an amazing job. Another we two member going to Italy on a culinary trip. That was incredible. But not only was it a culinary trip, it was um, photography, food photography, and so I actually learned a lot about photography. I bought a laptop, so the, it it all you know mixes in together. I use a lot of the skills I learned there in my business now. So it's it's all about. Uh, not considering it to be just a trip, just a vacation, what have you. It's really feeding your business as well, which is really interesting. I think it's really important and people underestimate, like you said, even like taking your laptop and going to a cafe. Yeah. What a new environment does, what a walk in the forest can do. Yeah. Like, honestly, we spent the, like most afternoons, we were at a, it was called a beach club. We had a table under umbrellas mm. where we were literally working and our toes were in the sand. Oh, and you get hot, you go for a swim, you know, and we would, you know, okay, it's five o'clock. Let's do happy hour girls, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was just like, it's, it, you know, and, and so you love what you're doing, right? And you're happy. And yeah. so it really rejuvenates you. And, and I have to say, everybody gets a lot more passionate and like they're, you know, you're, because, you know, when you work all the time, it's hard to maintain that level of passion. And everybody came home like, wow, super rejuvenated and into it. That's amazing. It's like and the other thing, which is like totally cool, one person who was worried came back and she had a, while she was there, she did a couple of calls, right, with clients. She had a 30% increase on sales amazing. compared to same week last year. Yeah, incredible. So like... Yeah, no, it's just like a real, it's like adding more power to the mastermind. It's really, uh, it's really incredible. Wow. Yeah. And so Dana, can you just tell us a little bit about your, about your background? Because I, to me, this made so much sense that you were doing this because I know that you did a lot of traveling when you were younger. So just really briefly, a little bit about your experience traveling when you were younger. Wow. So I basically took off the second I graduated from university. Cool. Um, every summer while I was in university, I would like take off. I worked like a dog all through school because the only thing I wanted to do was travel. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I'm 52 now. And I think I've probably been to 50 countries and that's one of my goals mm -hmm. to be to, to in the end, you know, make it see as many countries as my age. Yeah. And uh, so I love it. I have, of course I had the period of time when, you know, my son was young and it's harder mm -hmm. to travel and financially, you know, starting a business, getting things going and all of that. Um, so travel, you know, was more to visit family who have left mm -hmm. town and all of that. But I just, I've started up again the last few years and I just, I like, you know, it really is like all the pieces of the puzzle coming yeah. together. Right? I see. Yeah. So 
you know, I ended up getting divorced. So my financial situation changed again. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, wow, okay, so I'm not going to retire. And again, I don't think I'm the kind of person that would ever retire. I I had foreseen myself to be working with nonprofits and helping that. And I actually, um, I had worked at 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 a refugee camp on the Thai Burmese border or Thai Myanmar border and I was training women there and helping I did teacher training ESL because I was I had I lived in Japan for six years teaching there I lived in Taiwan I've lived in Australia spent 10 years abroad traveling after university and uh, then I got pregnant in Japan intentionally Japan I came home and settled here I never thought I would end up in Montreal for 20 years after that but I have and I love it and I love being here but you know the the bug is definitely you know it didn't disappear it just sort of went to went into hibernation while my son went through the school process and uh, now it's time to start again and uh, I just I was I I worked in industry when I came back from uh, being abroad I was in sales and business development and marketing Mm -hmm. um, in the chocolate industry and I loved that Uh, but what happened was the travel got to be a bit too much as my son got a little bit older Mm -hmm. so I when he was I think uh, when he was probably 10 or 11 Mm -hmm. I gave that up and I um, ended up uh, getting divorced (laughs) and I thought I've always wanted to start a business why not now when I have no other income to rely on and I have a mortgage to take care of? So that's typical. And I think that that's something I bring to my clients. Like I'm a very enthusiastic person. And I think that, you know, when I travel, I'm really, um, I'm just so infused with excitement. I always am, you know, I'm a pretty, I have like a crazy joie de vivre, but there's something about traveling and just, uh, the spontaneity of every day and yeah. uh, the exploration part of it. And I think it's so important to me at my core and I can't believe the way this is all merged together. So 10 years ago when my, um, when I left, when I started Mink, um, I, I was actually supposed to, I had a business partner and I was supposed to be doing the business development and a different part of it and not the web development part of it. And then my business partner needed to leave town and, um, didn't want to be a part of it anymore. She realized it wasn't for her to do online work and it was not what she wanted. And she left and I was so scared. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And I'm like made for it. (laughs) So yeah, just, I, I guess, you know, I grew up in, I grew up in family businesses. Um, I was going to touch on that because I know at one point you told me you were selling at the St. Eustache market or something. Yeah, yeah. My, my, well, when I was, when I was a little girl, my dad was in construction and he was a building contractor and he would buy land and build, build, build buildings. And I can remember when I was six years old being on sites, you know, and homes being built. And so like, I've always been like part of some type of site build only now it's like an online site build. And then, um, my father had a heart condition, so he couldn't do that type of work anymore. And we started to work in the flea market. So from the age of eight until, I don't know, 17, 18, we were in the flea markets. And so I used to travel and sell all the time. So it's just Oh, interesting. I have a lot of varied experience in, you know, different family business and sales and it just, you know, came naturally. And I just, I love, I love startups. I love working with coaches. I love, you know, I, I also have another program. I don't know if you know about Catapult Catalyst. No. What is that? 
Yeah, so that's an, so last year was a big year because I started Mink Magic, Catapult Catalyst, and Women's Workation. Okay. Because my son, my son laughed. So I was like, as a working mom, it's like, okay, let's let's do this. And uh, so you know, I I, I mean, had been working hard, but like all this like. Um, I don't know, inspiration came. And so Catapult Catalyst is also, it's an intense website build where I take clients away on a retreat. So oh. I actually took a client to Mexico and we built their branding and their website intense in a three-day retreat. And then it gets finished. One on one. One-on-one. On one on one. Cool. And we also, I've been doing them in Vermont. So I've done about eight of them. Well, I did, we did about 20 clients. Yeah. So in Vermont, we take a couple of clients at a time and it's super intense. And it's so great because so many people, they, they just like clients don't have the time to do this. And this is usually like a, a larger size business, not necessarily an entrepreneur, or it's, sometimes it's coaches who are really committed and um, like speakers uh, that, you know, people who are at a different, let's say financial level. Mm -hmm. So they have a larger budget to get started and they really want to jump in. And so here, a perfect example is one of our clients um, was a, a partner in a CPA firm and she left the firm and wanted to go independent. And uh, we went away with her and she was a little bit nervous. Like, you know, she's much more methodical and thought out. And I'm like, it's going to be okay. I promise. Yeah. And then within a couple, like the following week, she had, um, a, an interview in Chicago for a contract and they were super impressed by her marketing and what she looked like. And they couldn't believe that she was a one woman show oh, wow. and she is soaring. She got like two contracts almost immediately. Yeah. Now the company that she used to work with has hired her to consult for them. And she's, wow. you know, so it's a perfect example. And yeah. someone who has the budget to put into, uh, you know, um, you know, like put your money into your business. It takes money to make money. Right. Yeah. And so, okay, you've made a bigger investment, but you get it back immediately. Yeah. Right. That's because true. there's something there to show for it. Yeah. And so let's touch on a little bit about the empowerment uh, sort of piece of the puzzle, because if people don't already know, MINT stands for motherhood incorporated. And I know uh, when I first got to know you that the, what I knew about your business was you hired um, mostly women, I guess, to do anything from copywriting to uh, editing to translating to all kinds of things. So originally your business, that's what it was all about, sort of like finding the right people for the right job for, Absolutely. for women entrepreneurs. Yeah. So it still is that, I mean, it's definitely shifted motherhood incorporated the name. Like a lot of people were like, what, what is that? What is that? And I had a partner in the United States as well. Like I, w I opened up Canada okay. um, and uh, we had initially a database of over 250 um, suppliers, freelancers, um, virtual assistants mm -hmm. um, who were working with us. And we would, and we, I still do, I still pair up budget experience personality type and all of that yeah. but it got to be like the the mandate that sandra uh who who ran motherhood incorporated.com in the u.s mm -hmm. her mandate was to build a larger site and eventually take in advertising okay. and want to appeal to that yeah. um and for me, it was about, I was a mom who needed a flexible schedule because of my son. Yeah. And there are so many like super qualified women out there 
Um, and you know, the business world hasn't reacted quickly enough and it is much better than it used to be. A lot of people work four day work weeks. A lot of people are, you know, telecommuting, but it's still not what it needs to be. Um, you know, your average kid has 14 weeks of holiday a year or pedagogical days. Mm. So I don't know what women do and the cost of daycare is exorbitant. It makes it, once you have two kids, it doesn't pay for a woman to work at all. So I really wanted to get behind, like that's what I needed. And so, um, you know, that's how we we managed it. But it became um, like my mandate sort of, I wanted to give people um, more income. I wanted to give, women so there were some women that had uh you know like it it was it was it was difficult to manage it like all of the small cases so i decided to streamline and work with fewer suppliers so i i really i started to work with a core 40 people and now i say i work with a core team of about 15 yeah Um, and some of them i give uh 10% of their work to and yeah. some of them I give 80% of their work yeah and I think so it all depends really, yeah I think it's really important especially in this day and age of like Fiverr like I remember when Fiverr first came out it was like you can get any service for five bucks but ultimately often when you go with services like that uh, the quality is really crappy you know I know some people have really good experience with it but anytime that I've gone on Fiverr and paid more than five dollars for either like logo or whatever I've never been happy with it so to to have someone that could actually recommend uh, someone uh, to do the job and to do it right rather than to waste your time like spend yeah, well the, there's a definite time and place for everything and depending on again it goes back to budget I told agree with you it's hard to vet all of the people on fiverr on upwork on all of these other you know there's 99 designs there's all of these things yeah. for me it's a question of um having something that's unique when you're building your brand right and you really want to step up but i understand like i remember when i started my business and i didn't i had a i had a candy bar phone and i didn't have data yeah. so i used to like run around for wi-fi in order to check so i understand that you know but i also i have a lot of clients who come to me who built their own site and spent hours and hours like i'm not i'm not exaggerating when i say over 100 hours so they they think that they're saving themselves money but in fact have they spent that 100 hours doing business development and trying to get clients and they had a better site so with some things it's okay to do that but with some things it's not a good idea like i i see you know, a client of mine that we just started working with and I've known her for years. It's somebody that you and I both know for 10 years yeah. and she's, she's come around and she's shown me her logo and I see the logo and I'm like, like I've seen that logo a hundred times. Yeah, so so it, it's like, you know, do you really, you know, is that what you want for your business? It's okay if you love it, but at least take the concept and change it or something, you know, and there's, then there's, there's a whole other thing. Like there's all these, like you can watch television, see, Oh, go daddy website builder. Yeah. But like, it's all this like bait and switch stuff where, you know, bananas are 29 cents a week, a, a pound, come on in. And then you go in, it's like, okay, so the bananas are 29 cents a pound, but milk this week is $10. Right. Yeah. And so what happens is, is that it ends up being, Oh, that's just for the installation. Then it's this for this, then it's this for this. And, and people end up, so many clients end up spending 800 to $1,500 and they're miserable with it. And then they start all over again. It's just a waste of time. So, ultimately. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, and I understand, I love talking to entrepreneurs. I always say, if anybody wants to have a call, a strategy call, I like, I really, I promise people will always get a couple of ideas out of it, whether they build things on their own or not. I I just, I I love business and I love particularly uh, startups and particularly women. I definitely have a passion for helping female entrepreneurs. Yeah. Well, I certainly remember a few very intense conversations at We Two Lunches where you gave me a whole bunch of tips, which is, which is amazing. So, so Dan, why don't we wrap up by you telling uh, everybody where we can find you and uh, what sort of services that you're offering at the moment okay great um you can find me at now <laughs> mink magic so it's m-i-n-c magic.com and there's a women's workation page on that site uh you could also reach me at, i'll give well, I'm not going to write, say my phone number. That'll be fine in the notes, but I'll say it because then it'll be in the notes. 514-578-4655. And um, I'm launching a Mink Magic. So it's a website and branding build in September. And uh, there's a couple of women's workation, one happening in November to Mexico, one in February to Mexico, and one in March to Mexico. So if you're interested, do not hesitate. Would love to share information there. And I, I mean, basically I love what I do I, I, I love um, sharing my my passion for business with you and I I think one of my greatest gifts if I'm gonna toot my horn is that I, I can easily make you excited about your business and give you tons of ideas so don't hesitate um, Heather it's amazing to share all this with you I thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, I'm also taking my podcasting course now so I'm gonna have you on my site too <laughs> Awesome. Do one day. Well, uh, it's certainly much easier than I thought it was going to be to do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you make everything look easy. <laughs> and do you have any last uh, last words before we before we finish up? Any golden nuggets or tips? Golden nuggets or tips? It's Nike. It's just do it. Just do it. Like make it happen and do it. And don't be afraid and jump. 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 You know, nice. It's like, there's nothing to be afraid of because at the end of it, if you didn't try it, you're going to really be miserable and just throw it out there. Like literally for the Peru trip, I put I put a post on Facebook. Yeah. Within 24 hours, there were 15 people interested. Most people will just wait and no, it's not perfect. And I need the form and I need the logo and I need the, this, you don't just try it and see what happens. Just do it. It's like, it's like this podcast tonight. You're you're my first person that, that I've done this uh, meeting on Zoom, and uh, I figure why not? We'll just try it. And if I have to edit a little bit, it's okay. I'm gonna leave your kitty in though. He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Thanks so, so much, Heather. Thank okay. you. Thank you Take so care. much. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to Stories of Starting. Until next time, always remember, your story matters.